Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? I was there in time. Priest, you and those before you have served us well. But war is coming. Stone's not safe on Earth anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Feels Podcast. It's Father Drew here. Oh, and uh, Dallas Nathan. Help me. <laughs> this is Jack Cornelius. <laughs> oh. oh, guys. Please and... help <laughs> me. I only have one point left on my license. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I can't. I, I just, just can't do I it. I just can't do it. Drew, you know when one of those lines just drops into your lap? <laughs> Just repeatable and help me five nine great skin. <laughs> well, they don't change the actual one. They don't change. Oh, uh, guys, we are the Real Feels Podcast, and we come to you every other week with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. And tonight we are doing our space opera. Give me the cash. Man, is that is that the new new gun? Man, I too bad it's not loaded. What do you mean it's not loaded? I, that's how I'm going to dance at my wedding, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice hat. Do you like it? Does he, is he the exact? Like, did the same actor that did the the guy from Waterworld uh, on the boat that's like the He's in a movie that's coming up for us. Ah, oh. he's actually the next movie coming up. One of the, one of the actors, mm, the okay. Waterworld guy. Yeah. Oh, so a little little pre pre Drew's clues for you. There's a hint. Mm. Mm. Oh, <laughs> the paper clues. The paper, the paper, the paper, the paper. So Drew, what are we doing tonight? Uh, we are doing our space Waterworld, opera no. genre <laughs> with Waterworld. <laughs> no. uh, we are delving all the way back to 1997 with the Fifth Element. Mm, not four. Not not six. six. Five <laughs> is right <laughs> out. <laughs> the fifth element. So the fifth element directed by Luke Besson. Luke. Luke. Who's uh, better known is for... Is it Besson? Because I want to say like Besson. Besson. Luke Soisson. We can make it sound fancy and say Besson. Besson. Mm, all right. So uh, better known for like uh, Femme Fatale. Lucy. And uh, The Professional. And Valerian. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Valerian, Valerian was something that he did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Valerian is one of those movies that I think he had the aspirations for because much like The Fifth Element, he wanted that much uh, visual appeal with CGI. However, the technology at the time did not exist. So I think he just went balls to the wall crazy with Valerian. Which it should, was something. It should not have been a movie. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it, it yeah, it, it was, was something. I was, was, I was telling something. Nathan earlier tonight, I was like, it should not have been a movie. It should have been a TV series, like a mini series. Or, or like an HBO limited series. Yeah, like something where they could actually pan out a story and 
not have to cram it into... Take, take a, a graphic novel, throw it in a blender. A little make bit. Make a smoothie out of it. A little bit. Yeah. There, there's, that's a problem with a lot of films, though, is they are just trying to throw so much information at you and build these worlds that you just don't have time to unpack. And you like no. you just get there and enjoy a little bit of vacation. You're like, I didn't even like go into that suitcase. I didn't even get to okay. wear these socks. Yeah. I come I came home with clean socks. <laughs> I overpacked. 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 Son of a gun. I agree. I agree. So with so, a with a budget of uh sorry, ninety three million dollars. Which was a lot at the time, right? That was a, that was a good was a, was some a good chunk of change. That was a potent potable. But I mean, the, the, the U.S. opening weekend was only seventeen million. <laughs> Luckily, the worldwide gross was uh, two hundred sixty three point nine million. Okay. Well, I remember like the reviews initially coming out. I saw this in the theater, and uh, it was like, "Oh, it's 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 the new generation Star Wars," and I was like all amped. I enjoyed the movie. I still enjoyed the movie. But it was not quite the new generation of Star Wars. Not no. quite. Not no, no, quite. No. God, 97. So I would have been... A year before the prequels, 11. My yeah. Oh, gosh. That's so right. wizard. <laughs> so wizard, Annie Drew. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Kill him. No. Kill him now. Oh, uh, now this is podcasting. <laughs> this is podcasting. <laughs> the quality is all for you, folks. Oh. Uh, so, so we got uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Uh, Gary Oldman. Chris um, Tucker. Mm. So, let's let's just roll with Oldman for a sec. Go for it. Like, we really going to stay on Tucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh, go God. for it. Uh, Tucker is fine. Um, Oldman, though, I think is he commits to his roles so damn Hard. Oh yeah, but he also has so much disdain for most of these roles. Like he, he only was in this movie because uh, somebody, as a favor for financing for another movie. So he said that uh, this role, he he didn't like the movie. He didn't like the role. He was just basically singing for his dinner. He said the same thing about playing uh, Commissioner Gordon or Lieutenant Gordon in the the Batman movies. Right. This this wasn't like a passion project for him because I mean, even despite being like best friends with the director. He agreed to the film without even reading the script. It was more of like, okay, yeah, I'll do this. I have other things to do. And you know what? I had a great time doing The Professional. He's like, get everyone. Everyone? Everyone! Whereas Bruce Willis was coming off of two flops, non-diehard flops, and I think he actually lowered his his fee. Was that... Hudson to, Hawk to be yeah yeah and, Hudson Hawk oh, and, yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on we gotta do this action movie while I still have hair oh gosh <laughs> but I, I like I like Gary Oldman in this role I love the fact that he tries to mix Ross Perot and Bugs Bunny together to like basically make Zorg and I just it, it's weird because you can't pin down his accent you're a monster Zorg I know I know <laughs> With his like Bugs Bunny teeth going right, on, the Bugs Bunny. <laughs> it's like they want us to fire five hundred thousand. I'm I'm thinking possibly from the cab companies fire one million, <laughs> one million, one million. <laughs> and then why do why do all of his his like his crew his coterie have, have, have the, the same the the, the no, like the head plastic head shield? I'm, or I'm guessing like maybe he wants to not feel singled out. 
But I everybody's mean, gotta have it. But, but I mean, all of them have the headpieces, but none of them are walking around with limps. Did he bang his head while heading to Rancho Cucamonga? <laughs> are you proud of yourself? <laughs> I am pleased as pie. Uh, but I, what I did like about this movie was it it took some aspects from Star Wars. It took some aspects from the 1980s Dune. And Blade Runner. And Blade Runner and uh, some other sources. It blended them together nicely, even though they did have rip-off Star Destroyers. A little bit. Mm, yeah. you know, d- yeah, discount discount Star, Star Destroyers. That, that tri-engine... Uh, back look that that's pretty star destroyer but modern new york it's I almost th- like they flipped it because the, where the missiles are coming out it, yeah. it would it would have looked like the back engine back part of a star destroyer yeah yeah but it still had like the conning tower coming oh, up yeah. at the top mm-hmm. but i think the their new york yeah. was almost better than coruscant in the prequels and i loved how uh his uh, Asian bud came up and oh the little boat a- yes I love that you can just have fast food like you know or Chinese food mm-hmm. coming to your window mm-hmm. my favorite just right to your window boom I, ultimate I, laziness I think it was a really now good that's delivery I that's delivery yeah I think it was a good fleshed out city Take I, that I think you up. could I think you could easily believe almost the idea of that it's it's starting to grow obviously up because I mean when they have to like dive down he says once we get to the fog. We're, we're going to be okay. It's almost like in Judge Dredd, where they keep going lower and lower and lower into the city. <laughs> the, yeah. the 1990s Of Judge course, Judge? the 1994 okay. Judge Dredd. Of, of course. I am the <laughs> Judge Jerry Executioner. <laughs> These blocks. Oh, let me slap, slap my face back. Arrest. There we go. I think it's much like when we did oh. Demolition Man, where I think we both agreed that nobody can make a Stallone imperson- impersonation without looking like they had a stroke. Well, yeah, like a third nerve palsy going on. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> what are you doing, Judge Hershey? That's for you, Nick. So, so have we trampled over the trailer yeah. at this point? <laughs> yeah. We can play the trailer and get back to the rest of the cast. Give me the cash! Give me the cash! <laughs> okay. Every 5,000 years, when the three planets are in eclipse, the black hole like a door is open. Evil comes, spreading terror and chaos. There's nothing that can stop this. There is only one thing. one have in their possession the only weapon to defeat evil. Four elements gathered around a fifth supreme being, the ultimate warrior. Remove the shield. Dallas, we selected for a mission of the utmost importance. What mission? Save the world. Where are the stones? I don't know. And even if I did know, I wouldn't tell somebody like you. We're taking on this ship. Me, Supreme being. 
All right. Yeah. Ooh, a feast for the senses. Mm-hmm. So it definitely makes I mean, those some of those power chords and the shots. Mm-hmm. It looks epic. It feels epic. The trailer feels just like nonstop action. Go, go, go. But, but they're leaving out like the lightheartedness, the actual like, I mean, for lack of a better way to say it, like the intimacy of the characters that actually are connecting. The love story. Yeah. It, it kind of glosses over that oh, real quick. Which is wait, which this, is not even... hold up love story. Are we going to love Jack? story? Jack, do we disagree? <laughs> Never. <It's so> like, <laughs> Always. Like, Iron Chef Salt, what do you have to say? Love story like when he goes to... He has to kiss her at the end. And he's like, we'll, we'll go on like a nice vacation or something. Like he basically has to kiss the Disney princess to get her to vomit goodness up at an incoming comet. Like there wasn't a whole lot of love story there. So, like, she went from wounded to, like, Johnny Fiving war into her head. (laughs) And, like, I don't know how much love story there was. You have... A fallen angel. The real love story oh, was. Oh, I like that. I like. I like the idea yeah, that she's a fallen angel. But, th- but this is the thing where he's more like it, it's not love. It's more lust for him. But because remember he's okay. still he's still pining after five uh, nine great legs. <laughs> what? Well, who's the uh, the the taxi dispatcher? Uh, Fingers, who's uh, voiced by Vin Diesel, who says like you know. Are you you still like you know? Uh, are you still longing after that? What do you call it? Like a two bit whore, two timing whore or something. There's no such thing as a perfect girl. Uh, okay, they beat you over the head with that little hole. She was bit. made. Uh, as, the, as the scientist is like, perfect. perfect. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. <laughs> but the real love story was her and the chicken. Chicken. Good. Chicken. <laughs> wow. That was the real she love dev- story. She devoured a whole. The look on her face when she pulls that chicken out of the the microwave rehydrated chicken, and it's not even like a chicken. It's like a full course like dinner. I mean, it had it had chicken, it had vegetables. Multi-pass. There was everything there. No, no, I don't want her to be all crying like oh, I don't know love. I want her to look at me and be like chicken. I'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got some hen for you. But you have. Was it was it Josie Wales? Not Josie Wales. Uh, what was the Robert Redford film where he is uh, like a kind of a mountain man? Oh, and he's, oh yes, yes, that's yes. a beautiful film. Yes, and one of the most like awesome soundtracks you can listen to. And I forget the name of it. They though. don't. They they can't speak the same language. Him yep. and the Indian girl, and then they just share. Was it Jeremiah us. Johnson? Yes, Jeremiah Jeremiah Johnson. 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 I was just about to look it up. That's why I was like, Josie Wales? No, no, that's that's a different no, no, no. JJ. <laughs> but like, you have those moments where like they don't speak the same language, and then they share just this universal language of a smile. He did not ask for consent when he kissed he her. Did not. Why was that even? Why was that possibly a good idea for him? He's like, oh, I got to wake her up gently, and then she instantly knows that like to just like put the gun to his head and be like. You're right, you're right. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. I, it was wrong to kiss you. But he said, you gently. You're right. You might remember me from the cab. I'm going to blow your brains out. He's like, oh, I mean, okay, she's, okay. she's constantly learning about everything left and right. I she's mean, Johnny Five. She is Johnny Five. <laughs> she Johnny needs input. Five is a <laughs> she's going to get that input, too. Oh, At the end, yeah. they need five more minutes, Drew. Input. 
<laughs> okay, so Mila Jovovich being a brand new uh, to the to the acting scene, she's only 21 when she's doing this movie. It's interesting because the director said that he went through 5,000 girls who auditioned. I'm sure he did. He had binders full of women. <laughs> That's so, so 5, awkward. <laughs> like, don't look at me. Why would he even that? say? Why would he even <laughs> say with like, the piercing eye contact? Oh, sorry, honey. I gotta like do more homework on all these women. Like, oh, you sleaze! But I'll be home late tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I so, at, do some so more out, of five, out of five thousand women, 5, she she was chosen. That's a whore. And <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a whore. Jeez. After after the first thousand, you gotta look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, I am a whore. Where is that whore? Yes, what's up? It is interesting enough to the fact that they eventually <laughs> did marry after the film. So I mean, that was kind of that was kind of weird. So like, the, out of, and that was probably what he said. He said, "Out of all five thousand women, women, I chose you. I chose you." <laughs> you see my scouters reading five thousand number. And I mean, even like the age gap, I think. So she was, <laughs> she so she was 21 at the time, and he was like, I think he was like in his late 30s. So the 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 language that Lilu is speaking, the 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 supreme language, the divine language, something that the director made up, much like Gunkata in his backyard. Oh, you had to do it. <laughs> you had to do it. Shots fired. Pew, pew, pew. But Gun-kata. you have the secret language that she had to learn. In order to obviously introduce her character, because nobody knows what she's saying, but the director and her, I, I guess, were like writing letters to each other back and forth in the secret language. I guess to like reinforce the idea that she had to have it down and memorize. But I can only imagine what was in those letters. And I'm sure you could just BS it. <laughs> you could. She had to work on that pretty hard to like. Okay, how would someone that doesn't know how that is barely learning English? Like coming out of the womb, like why? Why is it so like? Yeah. I also want to know with like that much DNA left over, and they're having to like. I mean, obviously they have technology now where they can. So they can obviously recreate people. They can. I mean, it's not even cloning, really. Like well, they're can't building teach them. them English, though. Right, and they also didn't know the fact that yeah, she, Star Wars uh, that it that it was going to come out a chick as well. Yeah. There's a lot of unknowns. But then this. again, with the Manischewans, how are you going to know what what's the gender under, is? What's under that armor? Which also proves the fact that the Manischewans are not like a pure robotic race. They have they obviously have DNA. They have bones inside because there's a bone attached to that hand yeah. that's in the, uh, I don't know, like the revitalization chamber. Yeah, but that's her, though. No, no, no. no. Was I mean, she supposed to be Manischewans? Yes. The, the surviving piece was the only survivor that they claimed was from the Manischewan ship after it was shot down by the... Uh, I just thought they harbored the supreme being. I didn't think the supreme being was Amanda Schoen. This, so the 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 supreme being in the beginning of the movie was in this statue sarcophagus thing that was in the center of the chamber because the Manischewans came and they took it away. They said the stones are not safe on Earth. You know we'll be back in three hundred years. And then they built the supreme being in this chamber, left over from the DNA that was left over from. The only surviving Manischewan. Then why did it turn out as a human woman? More importantly, even if it turned out to be a, like a human woman, the scientist who was analyzing the leftover piece of the body of the Manischewan said, 
their DNA is just like ours, just like more advanced. And thinking, Sora the Manischewan's like humans from the future? Yeah, I, I this is just one of like many plot, like small plot holes. Well, I mean, this that rips, stick out like this a rips open the top of Pandora's box. Like, why does evil come every three hundred years? Why does it five thousand? Was it every five thousand? Why does it? So it's every five it, every five thousand years, evil comes. Does it, it roll gonna, the dice as to who it's going to go after? I don't know because it That's goes right thing. for Earth, and, and like the great evil is called Mister Shadow, and it, apparently it's the size of a planet. I mean, it's like Unicron is coming for the for the for Earth. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's my. I think I love this movie, but I think that's my biggest critique is that it is, to a certain descent, certain sense, it's gilded, and it's sort of gold plated. Where once you scratch below the surface, once you're like, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. Then a lot of other things don't make so sense. So this is equilibrium. No, because no, I no. didn't say that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say that. You said that. I'm saying that. I'm looking at you. <laughs> equilibrium is just like that, where it's like, whoa, this is kind of cool. Like, what is give it? me the cash. Boom, 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 boom. Here's the thing, though. Like, I mean, to say that it is like equilibrium, I, I'm going to give it this. I'm going to throw throw the bone here. With equilibrium, it was one solid script. It was one solid idea. At least with Luc Besson, this is three set scripts because he intended it for be a, to be a trilogy, and he had to consolidate it down to one. I script. I don't think he had enough to do. I don't a know. Trilogy. I don't know. Um, what about two? Can we just split it at two? Like, why do we have to do trilogy or not? Or your bus? Yeah, but like, I mean, at its core. This movie is a is a fetch quest. Yes. Like we've got to save the world, but in order to do that, we've got to go fetch these stones over here and, and we've got to bring them back over there. <laughs> like, are there other shrines on other planets? Right. Does like, it have to be like there... this specific? And if it's true evil, like then wouldn't it be more like Don't galaxy touch it. it's evil? Galaxy wide, galaxy spanning, rather than like, all right, well, They've got the stones. I'm just going to charge for Earth. Right. And if the Manischewans, as as it said in the movie, they never fully trusted the humans, then why are you training priests? Why are you having the priests pass down the knowledge? Hipster Obi-Wan. And then why are you bringing, <laughs> yeah. why are you bringing the Manischewan, I mean, the, the supreme being, the fifth element, why are you bringing it back to Earth? Why is Earth like the central location to fire off the, like, you know, the hyperbeam? And what really gets me is when the Manischewans are like, they're at like the galactic Earth stop sign. Like that's a, that's a 2D idea. They're in 3D space. They, they like could fly, they could over, fly it. over it, around yeah. it. They could go up a couple thousand million miles and then go over a little bit and come right down. Like it's sort of like the, the, almost like the frontier from, um, uh, the last starfighter. Mm. Like, how far does this extend? Like, right. what's really going on here? It's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It's it's an entertaining movie yeah. again. But yes. once you get below the surface, I've got all these questions. I want answers to. Like, I feel like there should have been like more lore, more like more stuff. I agree. Like, in order for there to be more movies, there should be like like I want like what are the mysteries? Like, but show me the mysteries right. and have right. Me, and if and if great evil comes every five thousand years. What happened 5,000 years ago? Like, again, do you make a new supreme being each time? Are they spent? Where does the great evil reside? Does Where it just does like it come from? Does, does it manifest? Big bang, like into right. a little planetoid is it, thing? Is it Dormammu coming in like out of the uh, out of the crevices of exactly. the nethers? This movie is a one-time watch. Not, not for all eternity. No, no, no. I'm just saying like you can't. So we did. I, I did two watches of this film. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, for the cast. And the second watch, 
was kind of rough. Hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I noticed more. <laughs> I could not. I was oh, just come on, Nathan. Just get through it. Get through it. And it was a it was a slog. So you're sitting there during the second watch through gun. Please, show me the cash. See, I'm, I'm glad there wasn't a sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think it needs to because it seems it it's, seems it's fulfilled. One, it's it's one off. As right. I think you could you could probably. I know yeah. he wanted a sequel. I mean, aside from the fact that he had a trilogy, I think there's a lot like, of directors that want a sequel and don't get a sequel. Right. I don't. It doesn't need it. I mean, where would you even go? The great evil's been defeated. Like, what is what would be to come? Five thousand years later. <laughs> The movie Aragon wanted to be more than just one Ugh. one shot, and guess what? It didn't get that. It, it's one such a garbage film. It was now. Did anybody else want the president to ride Here in on a squeaky go. stolen bicycle <laughs> when they introduced him? <laughs> it's Devo from Friday. Friday, yeah. I the. Mrs. Dallas, this is the president. You're not the president. The president sounds like a moron. You don't sound like a moron. If you don't want to talk to your mother, you don't have to. (laughs) But I did like see, I like him going from like the neighborhood thug to the president of of Earth. Right. I mean, in some of his lines, I mean, he, he is presenting himself as someone who is obviously an authority. I do like the fact that. When they present him, they say the president of the United like Territories. Not even so obviously the presidency at this time is expanding clearly beyond Earth. I do like him, you know, kind of like con- uh, conducting himself when the ship is first interacting with the Great Evil. I don't like when he's all like, "Get out of there! This is the president." It's like obviously it's the president. <laughs> Who else has been talking to him? No one else. So the president, uh, played by Tommy. Tom- Tiny Lister. Tommy Tiny Lister. Honest to God, as soon as I saw him again, I just thought of The Dark Knight and just the prisoner. When he was the prisoner? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I do. Give it to me. You've never (laughs) taken a life. I'm going to do what you should have done like 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, it's him. And he's our president now? Wow. I like it. See, my, my first what knowledge of him story. was Friday. was Friday, yeah. And then I saw... Because I Which think Friday I, came before... I Friday in a long time. Yep. But yeah. And then from Friday, we also have uh, Chris Tucker Woo! playing Ruby Rod. Oh. Hot, hot, hot. Come in! <laughs> what's, the, what's the word? <laughs> Need to be green. Super green. Super green. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> so I, I guess his uh, his inspirations for the role were Prince and Michael Jackson, who were also considered for the role. Prince Ooh. was top of the list. After just watching uh, Leaving Neverland, <laughs> I'm very glad it was not Michael Jackson. I'm really excited the fact that like he went so over the top. If it was Michael Jackson, I could almost assume it would be just so soft and like downplayed which is a slash Co- R. Kelly Cobra man you're so ignorant yeah. Cobra <laughs> that's ignorant we're gonna go we're gonna go and, and see an opera can we see an opera Cobra I, I need hold- you to be more explicit shaman <laughs> 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 shouldn't be down 
doing publicity stunts and all like, we're here, <laughs> we're here on the ship, and I'm looking down at everybody. Here's my baby. Whoops. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> we're, oh. All, we're off the rails. Yeah. Shots fired. All right. Back to Chris Tucker as Ruby Rod. I find him to be incredibly annoying, but with the right percentage to make me laugh. Is there somebody else that could have done this this like this this much? No, but I, I think break, as far as breakout acting. Or should this have been Gary uh, Oldman's? No. Gary Oldman Whoa. was great in this, but Chris Tucker, like, if you're gonna be this over the top in a space yes. opera, this is the perfect character. This is the, the perfect, perfect character to do it. I think I think the only other person who could have maybe done it because they're such a character actor and they can do so many different like voices with it, I think Hank Azaria could have been fun with it. Okay, okay. I think he. I think that would have been fun. I like could Hank be. Azaria. Could be. Could be. Possibly. But I just think that he rolled with it really well and played that borderline like what uh, like sexuality is he like what what is his story. Oh, He's but like, they that that airplane or space plane uh, they 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 went up and he got down. He went he down. Got down. <laughs> the mile high. And I love like the legs, yeah. going out the as it's taken off, and then boom, going back down. So I mean, it's cheeky fun. Yeah, it is. And the, it I, is cheeky. As fun. far as space opera goes, space operas go, you couldn't you couldn't get that sort of cheeky fun right. out of I, really I any other space it was opera. Spot on. So Ian Holm as Father Cornelius. Bilbo. Bilbo. Oh, Bilbo. Or um, mm. as some people might know him a little bit better, uh, Ash from Alien. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't, also I, a space I liked opera. Him a lot. Yep. I liked him a lot. I liked him in this role. I thought he had a good bit of wit and composed himself proper. But all, because also like for the entire role of the priest, it's a lot of, as he, as he says towards the end, you know, it's all theoretical. And he's all like, do you know how this works? Theoretically? Yes. Do you know how to activate the weapon? Theoretically. Well, he also had a lot of Bilbo Baggins in his, his acting as well. Like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Weddings are downstairs. Congratulations. Weddings. Or like when he's at the bar and he's all like, I mean, she's the supreme being. I know that. But she's she's so human. Would you like some more? more? <laughs> like butter scraped over too much bread. <laughs> I, th- I think it, I think he did a, uh, a good job. A good job. Yeah. It's a, it was a fun... And I mean, it's kind of funny because like even when he's called up and he was announcing to the president, he's like, I have an idea. And he's brought before the council and they announce him and they're like, you know, Father Cornelius, you know, master of like astro, not astrophysics. It was something else. The dark arts. <laughs> Defense against the dark arts. Dark arts. Of the- Gary Oldman again. Gary Oldman <laughs> with serious Black. We're going to make a quick... A uh, shout out just to this person for as long as he's in the film, he gets this little shout out, Luke Perry. Okay, so now moving on, because that doesn't matter anymore because he was garbage. Man. Choking on the peach pit over there. It's a 90210 reference, and we'll just move on. 902. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) The aliens, uh, I think, are very which aliens orcish um the the bad guys yeah what are they called i can't think off the top of my head even what they're called 
The orcish type. The orcish kind of like. Mandalores. Mangalores. Mangalores. That sounds right. Nathan Dallas. Have (laughs) you seen that supreme bean I gave you back when? I should like to gaze upon it one more time. (laughs) 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 Supreme being. I mean, he's a she. (laughs) You noticed. Yes. But they play that kind of dumb, like, mercenary. They're brutes. That's all it is. They even said, like, we're warriors, not merchants. We haven't had nothing but maggoty bread for three three stinking days. Look like meat's back on the menu, boys. (laughs) That's their role, though. They're just the, like, lackeys that just... Well, not once, but twice, like, when they when they recovered the box, the case with the stones, they didn't even check to see if there were stones in there, and then when Zorg... This... This case... It's empty. Empty. The opposite of full. This case is supposed to be full. Recovers the box that nobody even checked to see He'd, if the stones were in. Nobody's checking luggage in this movie. Yeah. Like, if I'm setting a bomb and leaving a ship and never coming back again, I'm going to check the thing that I'm taking Maybe. with me to make sure <laughs> that I've completed the fetch quest. Also, the weapon that he gives the Mangalores... I don't know any gun that's going to hold 3,000 rounds, let alone be... That thing is massive. That's what you have a problem have, with? No, this is one I thing. Mean, yeah. A woman vomiting out goodness and life at a at an asteroid streak, a death, a death asteroid, and you're like, the gun could never carry that much ammo. <laughs> this movie is highly unbelievable. I, I, can't, I can't get behind it. <laughs> it's true. I can make my points. That's my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> I wish that it kind of went through, a, like, that it was a little bit more of a thing. Because, like, they... That was a great scene. They, I mean, they give, like, some real estate to it where he's like, oh, like, and the replay button and, you know... <laughs> a flamethrower? A flame, <laughs> Pat did favorite. Zorg rocket launcher. Our <laughs> freeze and system. And our net. <laughs> I would have loved tactical. it. tactical. If you would have, like, and it makes some little nice finger sandwiches. <laughs> like, it slices, it dices, it makes Julian fries. Crustless cucumber finger sandwiches. It's my favorite. It's delicious. <laughs> I mean, even them to say is like, we risked our lives to get this a little compensation. And he's like, oh, so you are merchants now. And Not thinking, one, but two, but three, but four. Like, there is a box here. There is a case. It should have four stones. Four stones. Look at me. And I'm thinking, yeah. you just slapped the Mangalore but I mean even then what are the Mangalores like risking their lives for two ships took down That's an what, okay. entire man show in like huge massive huge transport with this because I love space you know ships and I love the, the battles and battles and all. where's and the point defense system nothing. on that ship <laughs> I mean, shield up like the, nothing. The Mandashoans at this point right now, they seem to be like a passive race, despite the fact that they created the ultimate weapon. And they maybe or maybe not killed the, the archaeologist at the beginning. Right. And maybe, maybe not. Four, five power. Like, <laughs> they, they couldn't do crap. <laughs> Don't worry. I know a few maneuvers. Chew angle the deflector shields. <laughs> And we're spinning. <laughs> and yeah, we're just rocking and rolling. And they blow that Two ship ships. up. They yeah, blow it up. up. But they, they say that they're warships. They're warships, but those are tiny warships. Those are fighters. 
Yeah. Those are some tiny warships. I mean, unless that's exactly like the tactics for the Mangalorians, but I mean... That's a baller tactics, yeah. Well, this was fun, boys. There's there's two fleas on our ass. We're done. (laughs) Supreme Bean, let's send them with our most fortified armada. No, let's send them in an unarmed freighter. It'll be fine. (laughs) Nothing's gonna happen. They don't even, like, attempt to, like, again, like you said, like, raise shields or anything. You just see inside the cockpit, and he's like... And at that point... What what is the harm of having like a ten def- of them? A defense system? No, or like and then or have ten like, ships. Have ten ships. This should be an armada transporting this thing. It really should. Or okay, so you have a flagship that's just carrying this and can't for some reason deploy fighters. At least have the defenses like blow up the majority of these damn little fighters. Yeah, have and them, then, have some red shirts take some losses yeah. before they before they take Which down. Which apparently uh, was their was their plan on the, all along because the stones weren't even on the ship at all because as he said they never fully trusted the humans so they entrusted it to someone else the diva and how is the diva even again this is the, this is the lack of story Pandora's the box. lack of lore how'd they get you, the stones inside her <laughs> who shot her who the hell shot her? Or did she, she uh, have no, like a no, squib no. in her belly that just blew out? Like, I don't think she's well. Gonna, like, it's time for me to die. Blow out. You can get the stones <laughs> yeah. now. I don't think she's gonna like rip open her belly button. Or Pull something. here like, to release I, somebody. <laughs> a Mangalore. A Mangalore like had to have like a stray bullet hit her or Press something. Up on the rib cage but, but and then they, down. Like there should have been like some firefighting going on in the background. She's just, literally just standing there. And it's like pop. Well, thank God you have this new bullet hole because I can reach inside you and rip out these stones. How is she standing, let alone singing an opera, with four massive stones inside her? And wouldn't people have golf? I mean, uh, maybe by putting don't compare golf stones. Wouldn't that have activated the water stone? I mean, all the blood. There you go. (laughs) It's opening up. He pulls it out, and she's like glowing inside. See, that's the special effects for the for the opera when she (laughs) hits that high note. Blue light. It's just (laughs) if she (laughs) she eats some spicy food in the the fire. That's the fire. (laughs) (laughs) She she busts some ass in the the wind one. Wind blows. Please help. Rain fall. I did, I did this, and then I did this. Okay, I think we're missing the point here. Apparently, the diva was really the supreme being all along. Yeah? No. Oh. I was like, I, I can go with this. That's I think more would, believable than the the Mondo Showan that turned into a human. Is now the supreme being. Is now the supreme, supreme being. being. Yeah. I think it would have been cooler if she... As she was dying, was still like singing. So don't you fret, Monsieur. I don't feel any pain. A little fall of rain can hardly hurt me now. I'm here. And she's like, singing the lines like, she needs I, your love. And he's like, I can't wait. Can you stop singing opera and just talk to me? It's like, I'm trying to help you here. That's no. No, no, like during her it's death throes, like she, like she shits one of the stones out. And it's like, aha, <laughs> they're in here. Well, there they are. She's giving like the last riddle before the, the, uh, the valuable NPC dies away. Four stones and me will reign supreme. (laughs) But I love that fact that they rigged the contest, the Ruby Rob contest. And, you know, Corbin Dallas is heading on to this cruise and he's, 
He's presented this new mission by his old commander, played by uh, Brian James, if you remember him, from Blade Runner. He mm-hmm. played uh, Leon. <laughs> Let me ask you One of the replicants, mother. right? Yeah, one of the yeah, replicants. Yeah. He was the he was the first guy he was in the movie in the, like, to get the, the eye. Uh, the eye guy. He, he got the Vonnegut uh, test. That's right. Right. Oh, he, that's right. He was giving. Right. He's all like, "Let me ask you about your mother." My mother. Let me tell you about my mother. And then he shoot. You know, he blows a hole in him. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love the fact that they, he shoves him into the freezer, and you <laughs> he runs off to the contest. You don't know if they're dead or not. I mean, later on in the movie, you see him, but at that point, you're like, did. Did Corbin Dallas just leave three corpses in his apartment? Well, he almost kills the priest. He almost kills the priest. If he would have left Lilu up there, she probably would have gotten hypothermia in the shower. Yeah. What, what, Auto wash. Auto wash. <laughs> the, only, the only person he cares about is that cat. Yeah. He forgot to feed him. He forgot to feed the cat. But he, he left. The, but he left. You the don't TV even on. call your mother. And he treats his mom like shit. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I can't believe you're not taking me to the contest. Why don't you love me? Everybody's talking about. I was in labor so long. <laughs> I do love how at the end when she's talking to the uh, the, president, the president, president, she's like, "I'll just throw myself into traffic. <laughs> I'll just surrender wrap myself into the bed." And it, those are things that were done in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the president. You, the president's an idiot. You don't sound like an idiot. If you don't want to talk to your mother, don't talk to your mother. <laughs> but I mean, it's interesting enough for the Mangalores to not only be brute. Aliens, but apparently they have shape shifting abilities now. Yeah, that seemed a little. I don't know. But they too, had to do it too hyped. They had to do a dice roll the on special it, effect. Yeah, well, but like when they showed up at the uh, the, the, air, the lead kiosk and the one guy's like mm, the nah. lead the lead one uh, Ar- Arctic Artok or whatever. Like he he could hold uh, his own face. Even Gary Oldman's all like Artok, is that you? What an ugly face. And I mean, but then the guy right when he's trying to go up and impersonate Corbin Dallas, he's it's almost like he's gonna vomit. He's trying to hold the shape of the new face, which was really odd. And I don't know what plan B was because both of them dove into the garbage when they were found out. Yeah. So when he's like trying not to revert form yeah. and he's all like, rrr, rrr, uh, that I watched this, rewatched it with Anna last night. And I told her that after we have like a large breakfast out <laughs> on like a weekend <laughs> and I've had a lot of coffee and then a huge infusion of greasy food, like I invariably have to poop in about... 15 minutes after leaving so that's the face that i make when we're driving like everyone leave i have to poop now oh we're gonna go to target i was like we gotta stop at home real quick (laughs) 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 coming Uh, listeners, you're welcome once again. This is Real Feels Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Real Feels Podcast. (laughs) Good God. The panda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So one of the scenes that I I think it's my my favorite Zorg scene Mm. is when he has them kidnap Cornelius and then bring him to the office. Mm. And he goes... What's that? The, yeah, the, the yeah. pit scene, but when he, he when goes, like, uh, he goes to. It's an economic fallacy. It's the called glass. a fallacy of yeah. the broken window, where he shoves the the glass off and it breaks. It's like, and all the little robots. Look at all those little things. Life, which you shall nobly serve, comes from destruction, disorder, and chaos. Now take this empty glass. Here it is, peaceful, serene, boring. But if it is destroyed. all these little things so busy now notice how each one is useful what a lovely ballet ensues so full of form and color 
Now, think about all those people that created them. Technicians, engineers, hundreds of people who will be able to feed their children tonight so those children can grow up big and strong and have little teeny wing children of their own and so on and so forth. Thus adding to the great chain of life. I, I did enjoy that yeah. scene. It's, because he's trying to explain his whole point where like he's not necessarily like a violent man, but his job is to create violent things. And he really, really wants the the stones. And by creating these weapons, he's he's supplying the yeah. uh, the Mangalores. But man, I mean, it's just it, you have to almost listen to him give his lines and like see the menace behind it, despite the fact that it's with good old Southern charm. These violent delights have violent ends, right? And I mean, a little less less mm. world. I see that. I see what you're doing. Again, to the point. Where more loophole or not even loophole, sorry, plot holes it's a are fallacy. there. How how on earth did he get into contact? Did did the great evil make a collect call to his office? And like, did and they feel all like did, I want the stone? Did they piggyback the off the signal from the ships? Like, is he because if he's just like collect calling Zorg out in space, that's going to take thousands. And it, right, thousands he's calling. We're well, not even calling Zorg. There. He calls the office. And then it's transferred from his secretary. Please hold. Please hold. <laughs> Mr. Zorig, I have the great evil online one. <laughs> yeah. And then apparently people, when they get too close or they're talking with Mr. Shadow, they they turn into like self-basting puddings. Their like brain the, starts like bleeding. The, the, vol- the volcano choco pie juice coming yeah. down out of their hairline. Yeah. It was, it was, it's an oddity of the film, to when, say the least. <laughs> when Dallas, Cor- Corbin Dallas wakes up from... I, at first, I thought it was like a dream, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Oh, when the giant CGI flaming skull like yeah. tries to eat like, the screen, eat the camera. Oh, is 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 this supposed to be like? So he's connected again somehow now. Yeah, somehow but they it's, don't explain they any don't, of this stuff. They don't explain anything, and and I think it's also one. Okay, so the the mishap of not explaining the story thoroughly enough with it, despite again the fact and that with the movie depth. is entertaining. It's also I think a very missed opportunity. Corbin Dallas and Zorg never interact in this film. I would have loved an interaction between Zorg and Corbin Dallas. I think that's yeah. almost tailor made though, because they're both like they're proxies. Oh, because it's like one subplot to another subplot. Like for the entire thing, despite the fact that they're all connected. I don't know. It's It just seems like something where... Or maybe there was like a spawning issue during the fetch quest. I, we'll never know. <laughs> we will never know. <laughs> I mean, I, I I like this movie. But like Nathan said, once every four or five years, you can watch yeah. it and it's very enjoyable. You're like, yay! But when you start to try to like peel when back the layers again, of the onion, yeah. there's no layers underneath the first. Yeah. <laughs> you just realize your hands smell. <laughs> and you're crying. Show me the cash! Yeah, me That's the what cash. I'm saying to the director. Show me the cash! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they made their, their money back, though. They they eventually did make their money back. I mean, just... Okay, so talking about, like, expenses. The explosion inside the opera house, which uh, they did take over the London Opera House for that scene. The explosion in the opera house at the time was the biggest explosion on camera. Or was it indoor? Or was it, it was, on camera? No, no, on camera. It was the biggest explosion on camera at that time. And it took 25 minutes to put out the fire. <laughs> you mean it was the biggest explosion on camera until Tremors 2 Aftershocks. Hey-o. Hey-o. It would... No, it's going to be bigger. Never hurry. Just run. Faster. No, no, no. 
Keep going. It's gonna be big. Big. Is he serious? Uh, Bert knows his bombs. How big could it be? <laughs> no, you gotta get further away. It's gonna be bigger. Trimmers 2 came before. Did it? Yeah, 1994. But let's not show the blow, the blow 1996. up. 1996. Six? Either way, this is 97. Now, show me the cash. I'm ready for segments. Bada boom. <laughs> Big boom. <laughs> I'm sorry, Drew. With my dates, could you please, please help? <laughs> segments. Let's do segments. Segments. Okay, so I was thinking of some segments, and I thought this would be a fun little thing to kind of like make a little journey through. So the first one, based on the fact that we have the four elements with this film, if you were to associate yourself with any of the four elements, which would they be and why? Hmm. Hmm. Nathan? I believe, out of the, the four elements, I always liked wind, but I, I know that I'm not wind. Uh, I know I'm probably like more like water. Mm. So uh, that's going to definitely be my element. But I, I always, whenever I talk about like, ooh, if I had a cool superpower, I would want to be in control of the wind. But I think water just uh, fits with me more. Uh, I was a okay. raft guide back in the day. So ooh. Uh, I'm a good swimmer. Raft guide. Okay. Water. 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 Corbin Zimmerman over there. (laughs) I am also torn between wind and water. Uh, I love the rain. I love snow. I'm very much happy swimming all day long or canoeing or when you get older, cabrewing. Cabrewing. Ooh. But I'm also very proud of the wind that I create. Oh. Be quiet, Alexa. Uh, <laughs> I'm also very proud of the wind I create as well. Um, it's powerful. It's potent. Um, yeah. Oftentimes, I will get up off the couch, go into the kitchen, and then one of my my finishing moves... Is to peek around the corner. I, I, you peek just one eye around the corner and then let it out and see who notices and then just make eye contact with that one no, eye. Brooke, Brooke gets really mad if I make eye contact with her. <laughs> You get so upset. Brooke, out there, if you ever listen to this, she eye does. contact is a must. It is a must. When farting next to a companion or loved yeah. one. <laughs> it just happens. You I, gotta I, always, up to it. I always said that like, if you can get to the point in a relationship when you can fart in front of each other, that is a comfortable that is a comfortable level. <laughs> uh, we're still not there. It's still it's still painful for us. It's okay. Not we're for me. Married. Not, not for me. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like it's still just it's like the yeah, that's gross. And Do you like, have like me, a designating fart chamber in your house? Like I'll be no. back, I'll be in the fartorium. No, see that's the thing is I if I if I did, I break that rule all the time. Cause I don't care. It's just it's just farts. Just go. <laughs> Drew, what's your element? <laughs> I think for me, like, I, I, the color really, of your energy, the color of my energy. I would like to say for myself that I would be more like water, but the more I think about it, I'm probably more earth. Okay. I'm, I'm a bit grounded. I mean, for lack of a better way, I mean, like, hard headed. So, you know, I, I, I think, I think earth would uh, definitely be more of my element. Okay. That's a good plateau. None of us are, uh, are fire. <laughs> Okay, so the next segment I was wanting to ask you guys, if you were to give this movie a different director, obviously a new vision, new style, what would it be? Mm. Who would it be, I should say? Villanueva, who did uh, Blade Runner Mm -hmm. 2049, and he also did the first Sicario movie. Yeah. Uh, And he is now rebooting and doing Dune. 
Whoa. Um, which it's going to be. That cast is looking amazing. Yeah, the cast looks amazing. I love his style. I love his shooting. I think it would have been a little bit more of a serious take on it and not quite so as lighthearted and slappy dappy as this one. Though I did like the lightheartedness and the slappy dappiness okay. of, of the movie, but uh, a, more of a darker visual tone. Hmm. True. So I would like to go for a, as you, as you just said, like a darker fifth element. I want to go for not only the aspects of like thrill and suspense, but a little touch of horror. I want me some Ridley Scott. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, not to the point where I want like violence. Like who's the guy who directed Saw? Oh, God. James no. Wan. All no, I could think of no is, James a, is a swollen Carrie Elwes. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my family? <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, it doesn't oh. sound as good when you actually you gotta make the face like oh like it's all swollen. <laughs> we we've had two Carriola swims so far. Uh yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my director is uh, Darren Aronofsky, and uh, yeah, Mother, (laughs) yes, and Requiem. Mother was a trip, and I think that he would take it in a very weird direction. I think he would have given us the depth and like the symbolism and shit. Mm. Yeah, everything would have been really connected. Still, probably some plot holes. I wouldn't doubt, but he would have made everything kind of like tick tick tick. Oh, there it is. What does this mean? What does that mean? And right. get a little bit more info on it. But yeah, I think that he would have uh, been quite a, quite a looker. Okay. Hmm. Well, I like that. Uh, that's, I think it's a good choice. through these. I like that. I know we going, are kind of, we are what, else, what else we got? Okay. The other one I like to call uh, Alien Switch Up. Ooh. So if you were to give two different sets of aliens, one to replace the Mangalores and one to replace the Mandashoans, or Manashoans, sorry. Who would they be? I mean, they could be either from the same universe or, you know, little column A, little column B. You know, what would they be? And why? So Truth. For, oh, yeah. One you of you guys to, started off. I'm, I don't care. So for the, the Mangalores, definitely would do the Borg. We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. Because I always thought the Borg were sort of terrifying as an adversary. Because they're just emotionless. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't uh, negotiate with them. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. Yeah, uh, I think that would have been great for the for the Mondashoans. Mm-hmm. I want a ship full of Yodas. Yes, Jedi strength flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the force are they. Easily they flow. Quick to join you in it. <laughs> huh. Like playful. Like, hmm? <laughs> no. so, so, trust you with the stones we do not. <laughs> mine, mine, bastards, mine. <laughs> just, like, just like that giant opening of the ship opens up and they're still looking and they look down and it's like, hmm, judge me by my size. Do not. Supreme being may fail. No, there is another. <laughs> the priest is not ready. <laughs> Luke Perry will learn. <laughs> oh, no. gosh. Uh, um, so for... Judge me by my defenseless ship, do you not? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that was a little Kermit the Frog. <laughs> to me. Rainbow Two connections. Engines. 
to uh, mirror your bo- uh, Borg, I would say the dialects from Daleks. I don't know these things. I the Daleks. Like you, the, it's the Doctor you have a, a conspiracy to get me to watch Doctor Who with my girlfriend. Just because they're... I will gladly condone that conspiracy. I will be a part of it. They're, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, no, it's all good. I don't, I don't know what they are. Good. They're, they're, they're like so refrigerators, like <laughs> cylindricals. They're these weird... With like arms? But like they're like kind of... They're, they're, Small. Like, they're like large Roombas. They're like big. They're like big vacuum cleaners. They're like tall Roombas with death rays. Da, da. Impossible. And when I first watched Who, and I was like. This is kind of like what the, is this? Plunge, this is the plunger like, yeah, creature. This is the lamest like low budget guy you can make, and they they just say exterminate. They just say like these very like random phrases. The Daleks are kind of like a comical version of the Borg because all they want is the universe to be like and filled with Daleks. Yeah, they they, and just, they want to kill everybody else. Kill Pavel Laguna. They're and they're <laughs> they're crazy because at first you're like they're not that overpowered, and then. Throughout the the show, they're like, oh no, they're the most powerful. They're crazy. So I like that. And here's this is the other part. Ooh. I kind of wanted the Stargate aliens, even though they're kind of human. Which one? Oh, the the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, forever from the so bottom you, of my heart. Thank you, you want for like, doing you want the like noise. The, yes. You want like the symbiote kind of thing? I just yes. watched Stargate the other night too. <laughs> yes, it's just so weird to see French Stewart like acting like a badass. Or, or we put those aliens in, we swap out um, uh, Corbin Dallas. Yeah, we swap that actor out with Kurt, for, Kurt Russell for for, for James Spader. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'd watch that Fifth Element. Okay. Maybe James Spader would not be Corbin Dallas though. Maybe he's he Cornelius. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Kurt he's Russell. Ruby Rod. Over the top. Cabin. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, gosh. That was, I'm going <laughs> to stay. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. True. So I I do enjoy, and I think my first thing would be to go in a Star Trek direction. I would definitely say that maybe the Mangalores are like the Borg. But I think I would, I mean, just to kind of like veer left field slightly. I want to put the Borg as like the great evil that's coming. If not, like I said earlier, like it's Unicron coming for the planets. I do like the idea that when the one Mangalore, when uh, Zorg like deactivates his bomb and the other Mangalore like rolls over and he says like, for the honor, and he blows up him his own bomb. So if it's for the honor, the Mangalores are Klingons. Report. Main power's offline. We've lost shields. Our weapons are gone. Perhaps today is a good day to die. And for the logical deduction of using the elements, I would have I would have the uh, the Manashoans be uh, Vulcan. Live long and prosper. Because the Vulcans, again, much like uh, much like the Manashoans, they never truly trusted or respected humans. I feel like this segment was rigged. Drew, Drew just had that. He's no! just like, boom, boom, perfect. Well done. No, it was good. It was. I liked it. <laughs> it was, they're 
exactly what they should be. All right. We're well taking done. the stones, Corbin. Live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so does that mean does that mean that the supreme being has the palm far at the end? She's got the palm farm. I mean, she has the been, blood fever. The blood she's, fever. She's traveled a long way. She's been she's been asleep for a while. Every five thousand years, the supreme being gets a palm far. <laughs> gets palm far. Her pickup line is "Please, please help." help. <laughs> I feel like every show, every like episode we do, we have you know. Yeah. We have <laughs> another <laughs> line that comes in <laughs> that just we we just love. Jesus. Uh. All right, uh, last segment, which was going to be a surprise round, but hey, we have the time to do it. So, Pava Laguna? Is that what is, what is it? Laguna? Yeah. Okay, the diva. So she's singing this beautiful opera in the movie, and even Bruce Willis's reactions to the filming of it was his first time hearing her sing it. So those are natural reactions. What song would you replace that opera with if you were going to give her a new song to sing? The easy one I almost want to say would be uh, would be Queen, just let it because you. Can just, <laughs> but I, I almost want to say that Shaun of the Dead took that to wear it, you know, it, it, for a fight scene. Yeah, to be. So I would almost go. She works hard for the money because <laughs> me and Jovalich, when she when Lulu is fighting, is just she's fighting for her man. Dun, like, dun, 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 dun. So hard <laughs> for honey. Like, yeah, I was originally gonna go with um, I just died in your arms tonight because that's mm-hmm. what happens to the singer. But I think I'm gonna do Take on Me, and it would be sort of like a Take. I'm kind of mad at you right now. Stones, <laughs> take, take my stones. stones, give them to. <laughs> Supreme being, <laughs> and then vomit light. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> I'm mad at you now because I was, was going to do take on, on me. The downloads? I feel oh. like there should be a return policy on the downloads. <laughs> Negative four downloads. <laughs> oh man, now I got to think of a new one real quick because I was I was honestly going to do take on me. You can still do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want I want to do something different. If if I'm going to veer away from like some '80s music. Man, I okay. I do. I do love. Take my breath away. <laughs> Take my stones away. Man, that's good. Take my breath away is good. I do. Okay, I love Pink. Pink, I think, is a fa- fabulous artist. Wait, what? Pink. Okay, guys, this was really good. Yeah. Let me know when the next movie is <laughs> the ready. Uber, <laughs> Ubers are uh, here. We'll, we'll just, share we'll, an we'll Uber. Record sometime early in April. <laughs> oh my god. True. <laughs> You could all leave my house right now. <laughs> we did not know this. I love Pink. Pink is a fabulous artist. Huh, just the way you're saying it is just like... Huh. You know what? Fine. No, no. No, no. no, 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 no I'm changing it. You said which, which one of these I Pink songs... I thought you said 80s or 90s would, songs. Would you, uh, would you pick? I'm dying to hear this, Drew. <laughs> Do you want to do Gwen Stefani? No, I'm just God. Okay, I because they ain't no Hall of Backstones. Oh, they Lord. ain't no Hall of okay. Backstones. Okay, I do. I do like Pink's song. Uh, what about us? Okay, I don't okay. think I just, Nathan and I knew Pink. Okay, enough. that's fine. You know what? Never mind. Okay, I mean, no, you can still do. No, it, no, no. I just don't fine. Is. I'll swap it for. I'll just. I just died in your arms tonight. There. Well, well that was. I'm. I'm putting it down. Or you, girls you just want to have fun. I don't care. <laughs> I'm putting it down that you went with Pink. <laughs> All of her it's albums. Been a, it's been a fun week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I had a 
shit day today, and I feel great now. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. You know what? Fine. You're welcome. I'm glad I can make your shit day better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you took We're gonna get away. just a ton of Twitter response of people that are like, "I love pink." And we're like, oh, and we're gonna look like the assholes. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. You and I. No, so I'm, I'm used to that. No, <laughs> Iron Chef Salt here. <laughs> <chicken egg. laughs> and you know what? Fine. This will fit right with my candy corn selection. Eye contact farter in the room. In Boom. the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Nathan. What would you rate this lovely space opera? So this film, like I said, first watch through on just kind of a good four year stretch uh, minimum, mm-hmm. uh, I think is a great film um, and would in the opera terms hit a high C. Mm. However, on a second watch, it falls a little flat and it kind of ruins things. So, out of a scale of 1 to 10, I would give it probably a 7. Mm-hmm. Second watch through a 5. Okay. Mm. Jack. So, going back to um, the Supreme Being and her love of Chikan. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to rate this as a fast food chicken, it would be uh, Kentucky Fried. Because the skin is the best part. But once you get past the skin below the surface, <laughs> it's really just a tub of goo. It's so true. That was that was really well. That was done. a good. That was good. <laughs> I, no like it. I like it. I like that a lot. Thrisky. Okay, so out of all the elements that are represented in this film, if I were to rate this movie, I would give it four out of five elements. Not a full five. Definitely not. Okay. So I guess comparable to an 8 out of 10. Not one or two or three, but four! <laughs> four stones! <laughs> Drew, you're a monster. I know. Much yes. better. Much better. <laughs> much, much better. We'll get better. So what do we have coming up on the, uh, the next so episode? So coming up on the next episode, Jack, it's, uh, it's your go-around. Go Mm, my grab baggins for your sports sports episode. Rah, rah, We're gonna play sports ball. I go team, the, go! Well, the Jack is picking the sports film. Yeah, out of I, all three of us, Jack is probably the most athletic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you think yeah. so? But not I, really. I <laughs> did you did you ever play any sports, Nathan? I did wrestling for one year, and I was so hateful of it. <laughs> Was it the uniform? Was it like the, the leotard? It was all of it. It was, it was the fact that I was cutting weight. I was, was six the, foot tall. It was the and exercise. Was, it was leotard. The fact that my mom didn't love me. It was all these things. I was 135 and, oh, I, cut, and I cut five more pounds to go wrestle at 130 at six foot tall. Jeez. I had no strength. When I would shoot in, and they're like, turn them, turn them. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> it's a little skeleton. You're like this slender man getting in there, just getting ragdolled around. Uh, it was horrible. Because when I was in high school, I was I was six foot five, and I was 190. And that was this, that I was like cut out of wood at that point. Who could not imagine being a couple inches shorter and like damn near 50 pounds lighter? Yeah. It was unhealthy. Oof. And then I got into music. I was like, oh, pop punk music is fun. I think I, I think I stopped doing sports like after middle school. Uh-huh. I did not. Like, sports, sports was not my thing. High school was all about doing like drama, ASB, and uh, 
Gamers Club. Social sports. That was, yeah. And, hey, you know what? I I am a social person. I did I did play sports when I was younger, though. I did uh, soccer. And oh, yeah, I think every kid soccer, does a million swimming, sports. like uh, and uh, softball. Uh, not softball. Uh, baseball. Like we played baseball. I, okay, fun fun little story. So I absolutely despised baseball. I was one of those kids that was like, "Can this game end so I can get my snow cone?" I really want my snow cone. So I I forgot what position I was playing because I honestly also and forgive me, people. I I don't like baseball. I don't like it at all. Is it too late to change my movie to a baseball movie? <laughs> I won't. Be Rookie that of the baby. year. <laughs> it won't be that. <laughs> I don't. Here's the thing. I could I could watch a movie about baseball. I just don't actually like. The baseball, like as a sport, I don't like it as a sport. Okay, stop it. <laughs> so I was, I was out in the field, and I remember. Okay, I gotta look like I'm playing. I gotta look like I'm actually trying to like care that I'm here. There's no crying so, in baseball. Oh, no, you do what everybody baseball. else do at that age, and you stand out in the outfield and you you knock on your cup, <laughs> and you're doing you're doing like a Morse code uh, to the to the center fielder, like tap 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 tap. <laughs> Okay, but I remember like okay, as soon as like the ball gets hit, I'm gonna act like I'm doing something. So I I hear the I hear the bat hit the ball that, and it's just flying out there. I'm like okay, I'm gonna pretend like I'm doing something. So I raise my glove up and just act like I'm trying to catch it. The ball goes right into my mitt, and I'm like I bring it down and look at my glove like huh? I've never seen my mother jump out of a stand like with such ferocity. <laughs> she like, was so happy, and I had to later tell her like. That was an accident. The Disney music. <laughs> he did it. Oh like my, oh. like you know, I'll make a man out of you is playing in my dad's head. <laughs> she no, again, like I was not, I was not good at sports when I was a kid. I remember when I played basketball. You know what? I played basketball in junior high. I did not make one basket until the last game of the season. However. The the position of like big man, like you know the the, the low the big center. man, like the guy who like <laughs> defended uh, the actual like hoop. So like the if center you, is that I, the hoop whatever. goalie? The hoop I, goalie. Who was the hoop goalie? goalie? I'm a hoop goalie. I don't. <laughs> hashtag hoop goalie. I'm a I don't, <laughs> I don't play sports. I don't watch sports. So don't tell me like or ask See, if I, I know a position or not. I'm pretty tall, so everybody wanted me to play basketball, but I was just a, like a walking technical foul oh, sorry <laughs> like i, was I stand here at five seven i don't know what it is to be and, tall <laughs> oh god no it was it was bad so a sports movie a sports movie a but sports we, movie we can, is coming we, i feel like we're we're delving into sporting into territory we could we can read we're, we're knocking our cups out. at each other right now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah sports movie coming at you in two weeks time how can they get a hold of us though oh my gosh how can they get a hold of us guys you can always catch us up on twitter at Real Fields Pod. You can take a look for us up on Facebook. Just search for the Real Fields Podcast. Shoot us an email over at realfieldspodcast at gmail.com. And guys, along with our Bilbo Grab Baggins picks, you can always uh, join us up on Patreon. Choose your own movie or genre for us to uh, you know delve into and review. We would, we would love that. Also, we're (laughs) unveiling a new Patreon level this week. This is a cheaper one for $500 a month. Okay. Uh, uh, Doable. Contracted. Contracted. Uh, I will construct a hat that looks like whatever background you would see looking out of your peephole. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then show up randomly at your house, maybe for a dinner party, a party <laughs> trick, uh, with a fake gun doing the, give me the cash! <laughs> and then I'll do a nice little dance for you, and uh, and I'll be along my way. And you can this, keep the gun yeah. as, as a souvenir. Yeah, exactly. And and you can I'll do this once a month. Uh, but <laughs> he'll come and rob you at your door. <laughs> yeah, either you can choose the time, or I'll pick the time. So, I <laughs> like, or I'll pick it. I like the it. surprise element. I think that's what gets their money's worth. It's just five hundred dollars a month. Though. It's just five hundred dollars. Chump change. Chump change. Pocket change. All right, guys. Until then, thank you for being the realist. And the feelist. Mowage. <laughs> bada boom. It's what brings us. Yeah, yeah. Big bada boom. Big bada boom. Yeah. <laughs>